What's up, man? Happy to be back here again doing this. Are you guys happy? I, I think you are. I feel it. I'm feeling the good vibes already. You know, we're like, what, 20 seconds into this? The vibes are good. You guys are happy. Happy to be listening again. I'm, ha- I'm happy to be feeling you here. All in all, this is just feeling really good. It's it's a much better start than the last one, where I just laughed into the microphone and coughed a lot. And obviously when I say that, my throat goes dry, and I think I'm not going to be able to talk and do this for the next... Uh, let's call it out again. I did 9.45 last time. Uh, I say 9.15 this time. <laughs> oh, there's going to be less, but also, guess what, dude? We got ad to read. We got some ad copy. How sick is that? How sick is that? Let's hear it. All right. How stoked are you guys for me that I got sponsors? Ripe. So ripe. It's 11.23 a.m. You're sitting at your desk, getting hungrier by the minute. Your favorite burrito shop is two subway stops away. The bacon, egg, and cheese at your local bodega has enough trans fat to kill a horse. Yeah, it really does. Enter Ripe. We're the everyday food service fueling New York City's best companies with healthy, locally sourced meals. Visit SoRipe.com to check out upcoming menus. Ask your office manager to get in touch. Change your lunch. Change your life. Now that was from a company, Ripe, that I am a big fan of. I've worked for them. Uh, Their food is great. I have it all the time. And if you work at a company that gets catered lunch or you think they should, you should hit up So Ripe and you should tell them I sent you because they're mad good, especially if you're in New York City. If you're not in New York City, uh, number one, uh, move to New York City. Actually, number one, make a lot of money so you can live in New York City, then move to New York City, then get a job that has the resources to pay for catering and then have them hit up So Ripe. It's a little bit of a, that's that's a lot to do, but trust me, it's worth it. You know, we had, oh man, today I had some squash and some brown rice and some beef stew. Damn, that was good. Hey, but what's sick is that I just got, I just did an ad, man. This is legit. This show is legit now. It was legit before. It's legit-er now. Is that a word? Potentially. I made it up. I did it. The show is legitter now. Legitter, dude. This show is fucking legitter, dude. I don't know why the skateboarder saying that. What's up with me? Before we get into the episode with Michelle Vlim, who you guys don't know her name. None of the episodes about that. Um, I auditioned for the comic strip live tonight. Didn't get it. <laughs> Murdered it as usual. The guy um, basically told me, um, he was like, uh, where are you from? I was like, oh, LA. He's like, what part? Which, it doesn't matter to him. Why are you asking me? You you don't care. I, I know he doesn't care. Um, I was like, close to Santa Monica. It's called the Palisades. <clears throat> he goes, your thing, your thing is, um, you're tall. That's your thing with your hook. Um, but you should uh you should split up. 
I'm trying to find his his voice because he smoked way too many cigarettes. He's like, the thing is, um, uh, you uh, sm- you gotta split up your tall stuff. You did too much of it together. Um, if you want to come back in here, you can do it for me again. I was like, okay, sick, because that's your way of telling me I didn't get passed. All right, thanks, dude. Uh, please die, like, uh, just to help everyone in the comedy community. Um, and also thank for the, thanks for the super helpful advice to split up tall material in the four minutes of stage time I was doing. But hey, man, you know, it's all good. This is coming from the guy that told Kevin Hart he uh, didn't have it. So we should definitely be listening to that prick. Um, but it's all good. I'm actually, I know I, <laughs> I, know I sound like uh, super bitter about it, but I, but I actually don't care at all. Um, it's all good, man. We're moving forward. We got the podcast going. We got psychos listening. I got ad copy. Life's good, man. Life's real good. Does my throat hurt from just trying to do that voice? Yeah. Did I think it wouldn't hurt because I had a mic and so I wouldn't have to push as much? Yeah, it'd still it still hurt um, a lot. But hey, a sacrifice for you guys, the listener. I sacrifice it for you. Is there anything else that happened with me? I just made some more kombucha. It's pretty cool. I got it sitting right now. Um... If you're a kombucha hater, I don't fuck with you, okay? And if you know Dylan, you know that I don't fuck with you is is, is a part of my existence. That's my personality. So if you're getting an I don't fuck with you, you you got to look in the mirror and say, what's going on with me that Dylan say I don't fuck with you? Cause, because I fuck with almost everyone. That's half of what this podcast is about, man. We're all psychos. We're all insane. I fuck with you. Come on. Tell me about how you're insane. Well, I, I want to know. I, I want to hear it. But if you don't fuck with kombucha, homemade, my homemade kombucha, and you're trying to tell me that like it might kill me if I if I do it wrong, I don't fuck with you at all. But you can still hit me up about it because it, it it's fun, funny to see people be like, "You're gonna die." Oh, cool. Thanks for the engagement, bro. I still appreciate it. I still appreciate you taking out the time to engage me with that. Did that make sense? Kind of. Only kind of. Sometimes I, I talk on this and I, I like look around my apartment like someone's watching me do this. And I expect to look around and them, them to be like, that thing you just said didn't really make any sense. But keep going, Dylan. Hey, hey man. You're going a little off the rails, but it's okay. Um, what was that, though? That's kind of what I expect. Michelle Vlim, um, a friend. She's a dancer. Uh, I met her about a year ago. Uh, very sweet girl. Uh, very talented dancer and, and photographer. She's just an all-around talented artist. She's from Singapore. First Singaporean to go to Juilliard, uh, I believe, which is pretty insane. Um, and... She came on to talk about how convoluted, frustrating, and just all around a mess the visa application process is in America to try and be a dancer or artist here, to even stay here or work here, and 
how hard it is to after you go to school here for art to try and stay to get the O one visa. It's really not easy, and uh, she opened my eyes to something. I mean, that I, I just didn't know about. Like, how was I supposed to know about um, the visa process? But it, but it's good for us to know how hard it is for um, foreigners, which sounds like something Trump would call them. Um, foreigners, keep them out. How foreigners, how much harder it is for them just to, like, the lawyers' fees and all the stuff they have to deal with just to get in here. And then they have to only work in one certain area of what they got their visa for. It's really, it's it's kind of like, it's whack is the best term for it, as you guys know. It's a great term. It's just whack, you know, it's just straight up, just so whack. I'm definitely about to go past the 9.15 for this intro, but it's all right. It was worth it to do that voice, and my throat still hurts, but it's okay. Um... She came on to talk about that. She talked about being a dancer in New York City, which I, I didn't know about at all. She 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 helped open my eyes and yours and more your ears because um, we don't have a video podcast yet. Uh, <laughs> uh, she 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 helped to let me know about some stuff with that I didn't know. What what the what does that mean? She helped me know about some stuff I didn't know. Yeah, no shit, dude. That's what. People speaking, and that's what learning is. Look, oh my god. Um, yes, again, I think sometimes. <sighs> wow, a good start. Horrible ending. You know they're like, didn't stick the landing. Amazing, jump off. Just blew the landing. I'm just blowing this landing. It's all right, though. It happens. We go with it. We're we're progressing through this journey together. That's all I need to say about Michelle. I think you're going to like her a lot. I liked her. I still do like her. She's great. And I think if someone's listening to this who's thinking about applying for a visa to go to America... Um, it's pretty informative and for someone that's like, Hey, you know, I don't appreciate how we, how great it is that I was made a citizen and didn't have to go through this. Then this will make you appreciate that even more. So remember, go to soripe.com and hit them up so you can get locally sourced farm fresh catering, healthy food to your job. And we're hitting 11 minutes, which is long, but it's good. You guys enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'm trying to make sure I don't hit this mic stand again. But now, I'm going to say the thing. Oh, um, yo, rate and review this bitch, okay? It helps me out on iTunes. For real, it does. Tell a friend. Tell him to listen. I'd appreciate it. I'll tell him you said what's up. If you tell him to listen, and then you say, hey, I told my friend to listen, I'll, I'll shut you out on it. Or I'll shout them out. Okay? It's all support, man. Supporting all the psychos together. All right? And if there's someone in New York that you want me to interview, you got to tell me, dude. Okay? Tell me about some psycho you want me to interview. All right? Or some cool person, someone interesting, anything, like legit. All right? I, I go, like I said, man, everyone is crazy. So I'll get them on. And they're crazy. They're crazy interesting, too. 
Again, this has gone off the rails, but in a great way. This is just showing how we're all crazy and psychos. And how many more times can I say in the name of the podcast? But this has been a great way to start it off. But I'm not going to take any more of your time because I want you to listen to Michelle. So, without further ado, here is Michelle Lim. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? We're all psychos. With Dylan Paladino. How did this like all start? Because I know nothing about the visa process at mm-hmm. all, and I knew that you were here from Singapore, mm-hmm. but so like, how about you just ex- explain everyone listening, like, like you're a dancer, ex- explain what you do, how do you got here, how get, like, give a little okay. bit of the backstory. Okay, so uh-huh. I, you said it, I'm from Singapore, yes. and I got into college, mm-hmm. and so I moved over and have been here for about five and a half years now. And a good college, right? A really good college, and I'm. What's, what's the name? Uh, what's the name of the college? I went to the Juilliard School. There we, we go. Love, we love Come Juilliard. <laughs> we got a name drop at least yeah. once. So I, okay. <laughs> we do have to do a name drop, huh? Yeah. Um. So I moved, and I was the first Singaporean dancer to go to the Juilliard School. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh huh. Fun fact. Wow. That's good. Um. Yeah. So I moved here, okay. and. While I was in school, I was engaged in a lot of like, mm-hmm. um, like dance programs that I not only danced in but also helped put together. So uh-huh. I was fairly involved, like in the arts, and Active. also like creating opportunities for people. And it's all stuff that I love to do, and mm-hmm. end up doing a lot of um, media work on the side, which is great and supplementary to what I want to do now. Yeah. Um, but. Basically, what happens is when you graduate college okay. on an F-1 visa, so student visa is called the F-1, Okay. you graduate and you apply for this thing called the OPT, which is optional, no, that was totally wrong, optional practical training. Optional practical, practical training. training. Okay. So basically, you get a year after college mm-hmm. um, to work within your field. Yeah. So as you know, as an artist, uh-huh. that... It's hard to It's do. very hard, yes. To make any kind of money in it. In your field. So yeah. as a foreigner uh-huh. living in New York City, where let's just say the base price of most housing is 1000 At least, yeah. At least $1,000. Or at least things will end up adding up to it, like your subway and all that. Oh, per month? You know? That's that's low. I know. Yeah, it's close. That's it's like closer good... to like fifteen. Like if you're doing really well, mm-hmm. maybe 1600 But like it's closer to at least two Gs a month. Yeah. No, like to it's, live here. it's so much money. But working in your own field, like you kind of have to get creative or you have to kind of die a little inside. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, doing gigs that you don't necessarily feel fulfilled Compassion. in. Yeah. Or, you know, dancing for parties and yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting being paid. a crowdfunder. Yeah. Exactly. Totally, Stuff like that. Totally not what I've been training to do. Yeah. You like know? you're like uh, trained at one of the highest schools in mm-hmm. the the world and like you're dancing for a bar mitzvah or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which and it happens and some sucks, people find some people find joy in it. Uh-huh. And like all power to those people. But uh-huh. I 
I like doing a lot of conceptual work and doing work like that just doesn't feel great. But in order to make money, you're only allowed to work within your field Mm -hmm. is what you're saying, right? Yes. So you can't do what a lot of artists will do who are from America, which is like Mm -hmm. choose to not do those shitty jobs and work at a cafe or stuff like that. Like Like, bartend. Exactly. Get tips. All those kind of things. None of those things you can do. Mm -mm. Like you could do something for cash that the government couldn't know about, but you have to be careful because if they find out like you're immediately deported. Yeah. Like straight up deported. Yeah, like, and we don't want to risk that. Like, I think it's really funny when people go like, oh, all these foreigners are trying to steal our jobs. I'm like, okay, first of all, yeah. um, if they want to hire us, do you yeah. know that we have to go through a whole visa application process, which I'll get into. Definitely. Whoa. Um, sometimes they even have to sponsor you and pay money and pay for money, you right? yeah. to come in. And also, like the jobs that we're stealing like do yeah. you really want to be the person working under a table doing valet parking yeah exactly like those no like, is that your career goal are you upset that we're doing the shitty job that if you don't, you don't have do? a career then like yeah but yeah, yeah most of the jobs that people quote-unquote like immigrants are are working that like are taking away it's not even like taking away their jobs that are most of the time under the table mm-hmm. and um they're under the table because they're paying them like meager amounts. like meager amounts of money, yeah. and and the and the fact that it's cash makes up for the fact that uh, it's not that good of money because yeah. you know like you you get it that mm-hmm. day or whatever, and you don't have to pay taxes on it. Yeah, yada yada yada. And also, there's like no future in that. Exactly. Career path, yeah, being a dishwasher know? is not a career; it's no. a job that yeah. you get to then do something mm-hmm. else. Same with busboy, all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. like, going back to the whole OPT year, right? Uh-huh. We have this one year to work. So, one, we're trying to survive. Got it. Two, we have that one year to gather as much contracts and evidence that we are of extraordinary ability. Because the uh-huh. 01, 01 is the artist visa or, like, known to be the artist visa because uh-huh. it's the most flexible in terms of, like, if you have an agent, you can work multiple gigs. Or if you are... um contracted by a company then Uh if you are hired to do something else through the company then it it gives you that flexibility you know um but you have to prove that you are like a celebrity basically you have to prove that you're of enough worth for Mm -hmm. the government to like give you that visa yes and the people Uh, who process your stuff Uh are not necessarily in the arts so you could say that i have one gig with the graham company yeah Versus someone who's like, I have seven contracts with this many event companies that's hiring me as a dancer with this amount of money. Mm-hmm. And they might even see that as a stronger case than someone who's contracted to be in a company. Was of, the Graham company an amazing dance company? Yeah. Is it like Alvin Ailey or whatever? Yeah. So okay. Graham, Martha Graham, she's like known like as the, the mother of modern dance. And, okay. you know, like these prestigious companies. So you ha- you getting a contract with them and working for Graham won't look as good. It doesn't have as many points as someone who's saying, hey, I'm working for seven different dancing companies Mm -hmm. that even though they're like, they might be just dancing for kids in Secaucus or some shit. Yeah. Like it it can be the case that that happens, you know, Mm because just by the fact that whoever's looking at your application doesn't Doesn't know know the gravity of what's happening in the artistic community. Are there, is there like a, uh, a set amount of visas um, you know it's a credit-based visa, okay. I, like merit-based. Um, so there's so, not like a, only a certain amount? and I don't believe so, Okay, um, but I could be very wrong about that. And it's that. also not the lottery one, right? No. The lottery one is just to be able to get here 
Yeah, it's the lottery. Okay. Um, so the lottery works where if your country has had um, below than a certain number of immigrants for the okay. past how many years, then they're eligible for the lottery. Which, by the way, the process is just give the name, give your birth date, uh-huh. country of origin, and a passport photo. And just like hope? And hope, yeah. Wow. So I've known people who applied for like three years and they get it on their fourth. Wow. And I'm like, cool. That's great. While I bust my ass mm-hmm. to prove that I am of worth. You know? But that that visa that they get, does that allow them to stay here indefinitely? Or It's a green card. Oh, it's a green it's card. It's a green card. Okay. The lottery is a green card. Wow. And they Jeez. can work whatever they want. Oh, my God. You know, as long as they renew it every, I think, nine or ten years. So it's like you were in Singapore. You were going to high school and you're like, I want to go. I want to, like, go to Juilliard or a, a very... Uh, prestigious dance school Mm -hmm. and then by doing that you're like oh shit i got in this is amazing Uh, i have to apply for a certain type of visa the student visa and by going to america and training at this amazing school you are then put in the shitty situation where after you have to then prove to america that you're still worth it Mm -hmm. to give the opt you said uh, so you have to apply for the OPT, and mm-hmm. in the process of doing that, you have to prove that you have some sort of employment. Okay. So this is so op- the OPT is that if you go without a job within within your OPT year, yeah, if you go without a job for I think let's say thirty sixty days. I forget the the actual number of days, but yeah. then you have to leave. Oh, so this yeah. entire past year since we met, you've been trying to get a job once every. Yeah, like 30, I, have to, I have to keep the jobs coming in. But it has to be in dance. It has to be in dance. Oh, my yeah. God. And the whole I, process of getting the O one one is even more complex than that. So. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> the past year, you've been trying to get it. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, like, again, people listening for like, for you to understand, it's like tr- getting a, a, like a job in dance is not easy. No. It's like someone telling me like... If I was an actor, mm-hmm. like, yes, now with backstage and things online, you can apply for little bit parts and get a background job and maybe have that count, but it still isn't like the easiest thing to do. Mm-hmm. And it's also the catch 22 is that if you want to get the easy jobs, they're not, it's not going to make you seem worth it at the end of that mm-hmm. year. Like, yep. if I was from Guatemala and I was acting here and trying to like, in my OPT, get a bunch of jobs and just mm-hmm. did a bunch of background work at the end of that year, I would have nothing to show them except, uh, like the back of my head in one episode of Madam yeah. Secretary. Yeah. So they'd be like, there's no way you're, so yeah. you're juggling trying to get jobs within those 30 to 60 days. And mm-hmm. then at the exact same time, what are these jobs is of the most worth? So when I give them my, my like packet mm-hmm. or whatever, it will, uh, say hey she's really worth it to come back Mm -hmm. you want to know the plot twist yes so while i'm doing all that Uh we also have to provide a three-year itinerary of what we're doing wait what Uh uh-huh okay explain that so when you apply for a visa for the 01 let's say the Mm -hmm. 01 it's um it lasts for three years and if you want to and mind you you can apply for an 01 Uh for let's say a three-month gig and it will only last for three months and you could ask for extensions if you have a job yeah because i know one of my friends is an agent um Mm -hmm. for a lot of like djs from the uk and Mm -hmm. they will they get visas pretty easily Mm -hmm. to play gigs yeah but a lot of times some of the visas last three days yeah so 
and you pay the same yeah. application fee. Really? Uh-huh. So if you want to, oh my God. Yeah. So if you want to come do a gig here, he has to pay. How much is the application fee? Uh, if you're not paying lawyer fees uh-huh. and any other fees that go along with whichever profession you're going into, okay. it's at least $462 Jeez. per application. And if you need it within a certain number of days, like you're in crunch time, to expedite um, it, yeah. Expedited is at least fourteen hundred dollars. Fuck. Yep. How much lawyers? Um. Okay. So, for my lawyer, mm-hmm. it can range from fifty-five hundred. Oh. And I know people who pay like seventy-five hundred dollars. Damn. Yes. And is and what are they doing? Are they just basically like telling you? Is it the kind of thing where the lawyer's helping or is it kind of just like... The lawyer's helping. They're okay. trying to... So basically when you apply for the O one, mm-hmm. you have to build your case to convince people that, hey, I am so special that there's no one else but me yeah. to come in here. And that could involve maybe taking the direction of um, I'm being sought out or I have a lot of these gigs or I'm being hired because I'm a specific type. And it's just, mm-hmm. you know, like there are different ways to go about your case. Do you have friends that have gotten the O-1 visa? Yes. Okay. So they're obviously giving you like, do, do they have any pointers or like stuff that they use to present themselves? Because obviously I think you're going to have to push the, I'm the first Singaporean. Oh, that didn't work. Really? Uh-huh. What? They were like, oh, but it's just about you being a student, not a professional. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, but you're the first professional. You're <laughs> going to be... How many professional Singaporean... I guess, is it Singaporean? Is that... Singaporean. Yeah. How many yes. professional Singaporean dancers are there in America? That I know of? Yeah, that you, I guess that you know of. Yeah, I mean, I know I, can't, I know you don't know the top of your head, all of them. But are, are there a lot? No. Like, I'm think Like, top of my head, maybe, like, five that I know of in New York. Yeah. There's so, probably more. But, you know, like, dancers... Ones that are... Yeah. Not a lot. So, again, it's like, that's... Mm-hmm. I, I would think a pretty good uh, <laughs> point, but they said, no, that doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. So like I have a lot of press from Singapore because, mm-hmm. you know, for Singaporean and stuff. And I had some press regarding like the company that I was with because we went on tour to Vancouver mm-hmm. and I got a contract with a national tour, which doesn't happen often, you know, mm-hmm. and I was going to be assistant choreographer for um, a show in December, which now I can't do because I have to go home. Oh. Yeah, like there's there's just so many things. Like I was supposed to go on tour to Korea to perform for mm-hmm. like a championship thing, like a closing ceremony kind of But deal. why do you have to go home? Because, because the visa's the up? The visa or? got denied. So what oh, happens? Oh, the first, the OP1 got denied? The O1. The O1, sorry, the O1. Yeah. So okay. I was on my OPT okay. working and trying to create an itinerary. Mm-hmm. And when that expires, yeah. you have a certain number of days to leave. Got so it. what people can do, um, it just depends on your circumstance. Um, what people can do is that they apply for the O-1 or okay. the next visa before their previous one expires or before the grace period expires. And because your status is pending, you can stay. But, wow, whoops. <laughs> but you cannot work. You can't sign a w-9 got it so you're kind of just in limbo oh okay but if you leave you can leave if you Mm -hmm. wanted to but you can't come back Back. in because your visa status is pending so you can't come in as a tourist yeah so like your your visa basically doesn't exist yeah so you didn't do that 
So I did that where my status was pending. So I just stayed. Mm-hmm. I continued taking classes and I, I just like did my own little yeah. thing. How long know? was it pending for? Oh my goodness. A while? Since June. Wow. Four months? Five months? Is it five? June. I mean, because yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I want to say January. It's November. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. When were you told that uh, it was denied? Uh, two weeks ago. Okay. And so what do they say? You have basically three weeks? No. So I, I'm actually not sure what the grace period is to leave, but my lawyer uh-huh. was like, get out <laughs> as soon as you can because uh-huh. we don't want to risk overstaying. Got it. Because if you have a history of overstaying your grace period, mm-hmm. which... I didn't, so yay. Yeah. Uh, may this be record of it. Yeah, record that, yeah, Michelle <laughs> yeah. is not I am overstayed. leaving, I swear. Yeah, she's leaving, guys. <laughs> After this, it. she's actually getting, I'm driving her to the airport. She's oh getting on the plane. And um, <laughs> I'm going to make sure for America, my country, that she leaves. Yes, because yeah. I'm such a threat. She's a threat. Okay, she's had a knife to me this entire time. <laughs> um, okay, so you're you're yeah. you're leaving before the grace period. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Jeez, that's, I mean, it's, it's very... I find this all interesting and good to know because mm-hmm. a lot of people who live here have no have no idea like mm-hmm. even what the visa process is yeah. and how confusing it can be because already it's like you've had your F one and then your OTH or OT, OPT whatever the hell it is and then you're <laughs> then now it's the O one you're trying to apply for mm-hmm. which you didn't get so so we'll come back to that mm-hmm. you 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 got denied for it and mm-hmm. so now you. Oh, you didn't. Um, what's the three-year itinerary? How oh. do you create the three-year itinerary? So you yeah. have to provide contracts saying that people are hiring you. Fake contracts or real contracts? Real contracts. Like, like you, you want it to be real. But um, what a lot of people end up doing is that they have agreements with mm-hmm. people. Um, like if I'm here, you'll hire me kind of? Well, it's more like um, they get their supporter or their employer or whatever mm-hmm. to write in their letter that I want to contract them from this time to express interest in contracting them. Okay. So because I need them here, please grant them the visa. So what goes down in the visa package is the three-year itinerary, um, eight to 10 letters of recommendation Jeez. and who writes the letters is also Very gives important. weight. Yeah. yeah. So like you want directors, you want, major choreographers and major companies and producers, you know, that kind of thing. You have to prove that you have some sort of award. Yep. Just okay. an award? Of, you know, yeah. reputable ones. Um, mind you, so there are like a few things that you have to provide and you have okay. to provide at least, I think, eight out of ten. It's like applying for college where it's like you can apply these scores and this mm-hmm. and that. You can like mix and match. Yeah. But um, it's a lot mm-hmm. more important than college. Yes. I what think, was, I think was, maybe. What was your award? What'd you get? Uh, yep. I did not do that. Oh, you didn't <laughs> get it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I'm still a good guy. Okay. Um, um <laughs> or you have to prove that you were on a panel. Okay. You have to provide press. You have to provide your resume and proof of whatever work that you claim that you have done. Mm-hmm. So that's like programs or press or contracts to prove that you did it. Um, I had a whole like probably one and a half inch thick stack of photographs. Like each page had like maybe three to four images on them of performances showing that I was highlighted. Jeez. Like it's it's a it's a thick binder that went to immigration. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, so you sent them mm-hmm. all of that and still they were like, nah. Yeah. They were just like, yep, denied. So, so okay. leave. I'm like, yeah. Basically. Mm-hmm. Take my money. So do they like, they tell you to leave. Are they checking that you leave or like, how do they know? So with your passport, uh-huh. you, they can track your entrance and exit out of the country. So that, that includes Americans and any mm-hmm. other nationality. So they can check it. So they'll like, even they, though it's mm-hmm. government, usually they take a while. They, if you didn't leave in the next week, they could send you like what an overstay, uh, past um, due notice or some shit. N- no, not even that. You would probably buy your plane ticket uh-huh. to try and come in. And then at the border, you're going to be like, boop, you got a red flag. So you could even already travel all the way here to find out at the border that you're going to have no, a No, I was saying if you oh. stayed in America. Oh. Like if you, like if you, do you know people that have overstayed their welcome? Or, wel- or they're like, they're welcome. Vi- they're welcome, geez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> their visa and then been like, I, I'm just going to stay a little bit longer and try not, and see if I can figure this out. Not within my friend circle okay. or people dying. I know, I know people who know of people wow because it's like do they come and like just grab you and deport you or is it because the government is like very like slow and inefficient Mm -hmm. i kind of feel like they would just send you eight notices they'll probably just send you notices but it would fuck you if you ever wanted to come back basically Mm -hmm. right yeah yep so that's why that's why you don't want to do it because Mm -hmm. while they're not going to spend the time and money trying to make you leave unless you're a threat mm-hmm. it's gonna ruin any chance of you have of getting back in basically yeah. right mm-hmm. okay okay anyway. so didn't get it so what what was your plan once you like saw that um well huh when i saw it mm-hmm. um i i kind of reconsidered the whole dance thing you know okay like i i can confidently say that i feel that i need to be here Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a matter of how I'm here and yeah. when I come back. Like that's that's a big question that people ask me. They're like, "Oh, oh my gosh! So when are you coming back?" And I'm like, "That's a very weighted question yeah, to very... ask someone who just got their life uprooted." Yeah, like, dude, like that's like asking someone who just got divorced. Like, so when are you gonna start dating again? It's yeah. like, d- shut up. I'm like, right now, really, I just want to know if someone's gonna sublet my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, because you, know? you had the lease for a couple more yeah. months. Yeah. So I have to I have to deal with that. I mean, the, the perk is that if I come back on a tourist visa, I have a place to stay. Um, and I can come back on a tourist visa to, you know, go for job interviews and audition. But a lot of companies in the U.S. at least <coughs> um, require you to already have a pre-existing um, visa to even audition. Oh, like dance companies? Mm-hmm. Because oh. they're not financially backed enough to sponsor your visa. Because how much is it for them to sponsor a visa? Um, I don't think it's so much as them giving money as opposed to them wanting to deal with all the, the paperwork and the paperwork and like just not being able to really depend on whether you can work. So they're gonna be like, okay, this person doesn't have a visa, but the they, person dancing next to her that is just does. as good when we don't have to deal with that. That's more predictable. Yeah, they don't no. have to deal with the okay. This yeah, mm-hmm. it just yeah. it's just easier for them. Yeah. It's just business, and then oh, okay, mm-hmm. another plot twist. Uh, okay. Another plot twist. So in the dance community, yeah, um, if you dance uh, freelance, mm-hmm. your the likelihood of you being paid minimum wage is fifty fifty. A lot of it's like 
get 10 an hour while you bust your ass winning and, you know, partnering. 10 an hour for a show? Rehearsal. Oh, for rehearsal. Okay. You know, not not a lot. And you, there's not a lot of rehearsal in general. Yeah. So it's like, what, four hours or something? Like nothing? Nothing. Not a lot okay. of money. Um, which is great for working in your field. Um, yeah. But in any case, a lot of the, the professions that can give you money mm-hmm. are, let's say, Broadway or... Yeah. Christmas Spectacular with the Rockettes, mm-hmm. right? All wonderful things. And a lot of people who are foreigners are more than qualified to perform in those shows. Yeah. But because, for example, those shows are covered either by union or equity. So let's, let's think AGMA. Mm-hmm. American Guild of Musical Artists. Yes. American. So you either have to be a green card holder or an American. If not, I don't think they would even entertain you. Oh, you can't even audition. Yeah. I mean, you can audition, and if they like you enough, they could give you, like, a pass for that show. But it's so rare. Yeah, and you could never join the union on a, on an O-1 visa. You, you have to be an American citizen to join the union? Mm-hmm. American or a green card holder. Interesting. So mm-hmm. does that mean someone... I don't know if you know this. Does that mean someone who is um, a foreign actor can't join SAG unless they are have a green card, probably? Probably. Oh. Like, usually those people, like, uh-huh. they're famous to a point whereby they earn their green card really fast. Yeah. You know? Like, they're us- they're probably not struggling with the No, they're, they're chilling. Yeah. yeah. But, like, someone who's at our level is struggling mm-hmm. to get that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, there's these jobs that are not available to the dancers that need yeah. them in order and to And those get. are the ones that the mm-hmm. immigration wants to see. So, we're basically not oh. allowed... You know, so it's like this uh, catch again, another uh, not oxymoron, but moronic thing where the office of um, immigration, I guess, mm-hmm. they want to see you doing Christmas Spectacular and mm-hmm. Alvin or like a, a lot yeah. of union jobs. Yeah. And you're like, we can't because we're not American citizens and don't have a green card, mm-hmm. which is what we're asking you for. Mm-hmm. So basically they're asking you for something that's impossible. Yeah. So like apparently in my application, like uh-huh. I got... On a non-union tour. Okay. Um, but I got on a tour. Like, yeah, it's incredible. Good. I'm guaranteed a job that was supposed to start in October running through May. Like, that's that's long for an artist, right? And how come getting that job didn't extend your visa? Because it's non-union and it wasn't good enough for them. Even though I had a letter that said, you have a soloist role. Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and the, so yeah. did you have to drop out of that production? Yeah. Yep. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, the producer was constantly, like, talking to me, being like, hey, have you got an answer yet? Answer yet? I'm like, no. And eventually, it was like, <sighs> we need to move on and audition someone, someone to take else. your part. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then you wouldn't have been able to do it anyway because then you got the answer that was like, nope. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck that, <laughs> man. Yeah. It's a lot. I'm, yeah. like, actually... Like for someone who's going through all this shit, I think I'm doing pretty, pretty okay. Com- yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty great. <laughs> you got yeah. You're like you're dealing with it as it comes. Like you, yeah. Because yeah, that's all you can do. You know, if you yeah. were crying about that still. I mean, yeah, it's heartbreaking. Yeah, but the fact like, that you're still uh-huh, anticipating the plane ride. I'm like, this is mm-hmm. gonna be a long, long plane ride. I mean, it already <laughs> is a long plane ride. Uh, from yeah. here to what? How many stops is it? Um. Uh, well, the the flight that I'm taking, I'm mm-hmm. I only have one stop in Frankfurt, but okay. like in the air, at least 19 hours. Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh Gosh, my god! I didn't tell you about that time that I, like, from leaving Singapore, uh-huh. I got caught in that blizzard, New Year's. No. Oh my goodness! 
So Singapore to Frankfurt is about uh-huh. 12 hours. So okay. I did the 12 hours. Yeah. And then I had an overnight layover of 13 hours. In Frankfurt? And Frankfurt. Is there other hotels in Frankfurt? Or, or what? Are, you, are there like places to sleep? Or what do you do? On, on, on the bench. So oh, you just slept on the bench? I just like stayed up and like boogied around. I have like video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. You figured it out. Yeah. Um, and then it's another like seven, eight hours from Frankfurt to New York. Okay. And then there's the blizzard. And so we actually detoured up to Montreal, back down to um, upstate New York. I like woke up and I was like, we're here. Wait, why are there trees outside? Oh. And it's snowy. Oh. So by the time I got to my apartment, mm-hmm. it was a, like, it was a two day affair, like 48 Damn. hours. Damn. <laughs> so were you just chilling in upstate, like in the Buffalo airport or some shit? Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh my God. And then they had to like. First of all, they were like, oh, yeah, we can't bring the plane in because it's a small airport. So and it's blizzardy and we can't it can't like move. So we have to like tow it in. Oh, JK, we didn't have the right adapter or whatever connector from the truck to the plane. Mm-hmm. So they had to go find that. And then they had to bring all the immigration officers from somewhere upstate for us to get. Oh, to get you know, like, you know freaking Stamped. immigrated in yeah, yeah like stamp that passport yeah. dude and then we had to take a coach from upstate down to like port authority like a, a bus a bus oh i was God. so exhausted yeah i it can was, yep no amount of coffee can help with that Mm-mm. jesus so you've mm-hmm. you've been doing a lot just to get back in, into the states when you had your visa mm-hmm. so now what is like so you, you said you were thinking or rethinking dance, at least for right now. Yes. What? Because more than anything, you're thinking I I need to be in New York City. I mm-hmm. want to be here. This yeah. is where I thrive. I want like I will figure something out with dance eventually. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I need to be allowed to even live here. Yes. So what was the once you got this bad news? What mm-hmm. what was your thought process to okay? How am I going to come at come at this at a different angle? Well. Well, one, I was trying to be like, okay, if it's not dance, what else can I do? Mm-hmm. And I realized that, oh, wait, yeah, I've been doing a lot of uh, like program management and I have my own photography thing mm-hmm. and I love playing around with video editing and I'm yeah. pretty okay at it. Okay. And I can now know how to do illustrations on Illustrator and all that kind of stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have stuff to show you. It's nice. Great. I'm, Sick. I'm excited. <laughs> um, post-interview. Post-interview. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, okay, maybe I can go into digital marketing. All right. Or content creation. But I was like, who's going to... Hire me. Who's going to hire a BFA dance? Yeah, exactly. A Juilliard trained dancer to be their content content creator. Yeah, like, it's just like, wait, hold on. What? So I was like, okay, um, what? what do I do? And I actually like put on Instagram. I was like, LOL, gonna go home. Ha ha ha. Whoever wants to get coffee, let me know. And a friend, (laughs) a friend of mine from when I was 13 Mm -hmm. was like, Hey, do you want to come and work for me? I'm like, like to do what? And Mm -hmm. she has a creative marketing agency. It's so bizarre. So I'm going to be working with her. Um, and she's kind of giving me the options to go into either like photography or brand management or, designing things so she's kind of just letting me have free reign depending on what project she has so she gonna sponsor you to get back into no it's more like i am now trying to gain some sort of reputation within Mm -hmm. creative marketing and content stuff um so that i can build a resume before going to companies here to be like look i can do this okay hire me and apply for a different visa 
So O1's yes. out. O1 is an now. option that I will entertain eventually. Because you can reapply for it? Yes. Uh, so O1 is for artists though, right? Yes. Okay. So are you going to be working for uh, this woman in Singapore? Yes. Yeah, okay. So you've mm-hmm. been in Singapore remotely working for her. Um, or does she live in Singapore? She lives in Singapore. Oh, it's a Singapore company. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I thought she was home. in New York. I thought you no, no, no. you said the coffee thing. I thought you had gotten coffee with her here. And no. then, oh, okay. So you get to go live in Singapore, which is a nice country, and mm-hmm. then uh, work there. Mm-hmm. And But basically, your uh, goal. I'm, I'm like rebranding, yeah. regrouping. Exactly, rebranding. Yes. yes. <laughs> the, new, the new Michelle. Yes. And that's going to be um, doing all this content and creative stuff mm-hmm. and then saying, okay, let me build my resume with this push in, see if I can get back into America mm-hmm. that way, and yes. then potentially after that go, all right, maybe I can get back into dance somehow. Yeah. And I mean, you'll like, still be yeah. dancing in Singapore and all that, but I mean yeah. dance in New York City. Like yeah, you won't like, be able to do any of the mm-hmm. companies mm-hmm. in New York City when you're in Singapore. Yeah. So even like even if I come back, um, mm-hmm. let's say I get a job with a company that hires me for content work, mm-hmm. um, I can't work as a performer alongside of it. Really? Yes. So uh, the way a lot of visas function is that... One singular job? One singular job. Like you're being allowed in to do that one thing. Yeah. So if I, for example, I work with company A and I get hired by company B, Mm -hmm. I have to do the whole process where I go back home, apply for the next H-1B, whatever visa it is needed, and then I come back. Because it's all very company specific. Wow. Mm -hmm. So even if it's the same company... If it's, or if it's company, sorry, even yeah. if it's a company in the same field, yeah. but at a different company, mm-hmm. shit, you have yeah. to go back. Oh my God. Yeah. And like the reason why I have to go back is because, so you, there are two steps to the whole visa thing, right? Uh-huh. You apply for it and you get approved by the USCIS immigration. Okay. And then you have to go back to an embassy, which is outside the US, obviously. Mm-hmm. And because you don't want to be paying for hotels, you go home, right? Got it. So you go home. And then you go to the U.S. Embassy to reiterate that, yes, I'm doing this because I have a job. You have an interview. When you apply for the visa, you you do it in Singapore, though, right? You don't do it in America? Um, visa application, you can do it wherever. It's just yeah. a simple um, filing of okay, okay, your okay. case. But you have to do the interview at an embassy. In, okay, so you have to go to the United States Embassy in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I can go to, like, Canada if I really want yeah, to. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but... But no one wants to pay for a flight. Yeah, and why then, would you... Unless you yeah. were there for some reason. Yeah. Then maybe that could be a Have thing. you thought about going to Canada? Is it easier... Is immigration easier there, or...? Uh, like, going there I mean, to I don't work? know why. Yeah, I don't know if, the, if there's... Da- is there's dance there? Like There's so much dance there. America, like, Canada's great. Really? Canada's yeah. really great. Um... But, I mean, the whole reason why I'm, like, trying to be here, like, one of my roommates was like, if yeah. it's so hard, why do you want to be here, right? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, valid question. Yeah. If it's, if we're being ostracized constantly, I'm like, I'm yeah. an Asian woman. Like, yeah, yeah. so many layers to that. And I'm an immigrant. Exactly. Like, There's a lot. It's like I'm asking for it or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, yeah. um, but it's really, like, it boils down to the fact that whoever is trying to come in mm-hmm. has a big stake that at at least something that is not here is worth less than coming here. Like there's, there's yeah. something bigger there's something here, than yeah. all the crap that we have to deal with. Like you don't want to yeah. go to Canada and like, if you're going to try and immigrate somewhere, you're, it's going to be to New York city. Cause yeah. that's where you want to. Yeah. And it's America a whole, like New York city is, it's not harder that it's in New York city. Like you, any, it wouldn't make it easier if you were trying to go to another city in America, right? Mm-mm. No. Okay. No, same rules apply. It's everywhere. just America. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all in the United States, but I didn't know if like maybe it was an underserved 
dance area somewhere else. Nope. No, that's all. Because nope. if anything, it's like, oh, the underserved areas for people who didn't make it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, no, that's not that's not it, man. Yeah, I mean, the, <laughs> everyone needs culture and arts. It's yeah. not just yeah, yeah, the two big hubs, mm-hmm. the New York and L.A. Yeah. Okay, so that that's where you're at right now. Yeah. Well, at, at least you got. <laughs> I mean, it's good you got a job and yeah. Singapore, and mm-hmm. you do have some kind of plan. And yeah. I mean, you're still trying to get in. It's like mm-hmm. America. You know, the the immigration officer, the CIS is saying no. And you're mm-hmm. like, all right, for now, but I'm yeah. going to figure out another way. Yeah, that's why I'm having a BRB party. Yeah, a exactly. A party, come on. Um, you know, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, really. you're dealing with it in seemingly um, a, a positive way. and it's, it's, it's the best way to deal with it, you yeah. know. I, I mean, you definitely <laughs> have times where you're probably sad about it. Oh, or yeah, like just now. Depre- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before Always. I said, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it again. Do you... Is there something that you use to deal with um, the, with those thoughts and, and getting into that, that place? Do you push yourself to be positive? Do you just focus on goals? What's Because being an artist and mm-hmm. being in this industry, it's a constant flood of no's mm-hmm. and also a constant um, – but maybe not like second guessing yourself, but mm-hmm. you you can second guess your talent, yeah, your sure. decisions, what's going on, mm-hmm. if this is the right decision you're making, if you should be focusing more on what someone else is doing, because what they're doing seems to be working a lot for them. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it can be a very frustrating and, and anxiety ridden career. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you uh, have used to help you get through those times and those thoughts mm-hmm. to like be calm and, and push through, especially with the added anxiety of oh, also yeah. not also knowing that you might potentially not be able to stay here, which then happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's been a lot of layers to it, like uh-huh. the whole visa thing and then, oh no, what's happening to my career and mm-hmm. like, oh no, I can't be in a place that I want to have a family and you know, like yeah. the whole dating thing, that's not uh-huh. other thing too. Yeah, like just, you know. I can't, I can't see anyone here because I'm leaving yeah. and I don't want to see anyone at home because I want to leave and it's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and I have friends who have babies and I'm like, I want to really. Baby. I mean, not now, but you know. No, oh, no, not babies. you. I'm saying you have friends that have kids. Jeez. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's your timeline. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, like at the end of the day, like this whole thing really got me thinking about um, what do I really want to do? And, uh-huh. at, you know, like especially like dancing, like there's only so long that you can do it. And yeah, then, isn't, what, isn't the average lifespan till like 30? Like 30, 35. Yeah. If you're lucky, you hit 40, you oh, know. Geez. Maybe your body just or starts to Or like, if you're doing buto, then I guess you can do it till you die. Yeah, for sure. But if you're doing like modern dance or ballet or something, yeah, it's like, your body starts to give out, mm-hmm, right? Like they say, oh yeah, you get old and you get arthritis. I'm like, no, you dance and you get arthritis. You know, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's a whole thing. You get um, old and you get arthritis at 70 or you dance and you get arthritis at 35. Or now. <laughs> or right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this moment, I am. Yeah, like, <laughs> you have, in this moment. All my knuckles are swollen. Yeah. Um, I, mean, I mean, it's it's really like, okay, so I'm doing this dance thing. Am I doing it for the audience? Am I doing it because I'm getting the rush? Or what? what is it? And I found that I was doing it because I love the people that I get to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, like the creatives. There's, there's something about the the breed that they're just a lot more open. They're a lot more Definitely. expressive. And if you really think about it, a lot of people in the creative field are ostracized. You know, yeah, like, one way or another, like the homosexuals, the yeah. immigrants, you know, and it's yeah. I realized that I want to um, serve that community. And I was like, mm-hmm. OK, so 
serving the community doesn't necessarily mean I do three pirouettes and something's going to happen, you know? So I'm like, okay, well, if it's not dance, then it's something else. Mm -hmm. And so if you focus more on purpose, then what am I doing in the current moment? It helps a little bit for me, at least. With your mindset, yeah. Yeah, but also like bringing yourself to the current moment. And it's not like, I can choose to be like, I am Michelle and I'm dealing with a visa thing right now. Or I can be like, I am Michelle. I'm sitting on a chair talking to Dylan Mm -hmm. about a situation and hopefully this can help someone else, you know? Yeah. So it's really just like deciding how I want to walk in my current situation. And and it really takes, it takes a lot of practice to get there. Um, There are like some practices like physically, if you like, clench your toes or you clench your hands and it mm-hmm. kind of brings you back into the moment that oh helps. Yeah, yeah 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 like there's a there's a book called uh body keeps the score and it talks all about how our brain kind of works with trauma and triggers and, and holds it in the body yeah yeah so like that's that's something to read um but yeah a lot of it is just learning to focus and mm-hmm. oh my gosh exhaling breathing exhaling. yeah a lot of oh, people wow. don't breathe and yeah. then you realize that you're like i haven't breathed like i haven't really breathed yeah. in the past yeah, there was a time, like, a few weeks ago, I was like, wow, my jaw has been clenched yeah. this whole day. What? And, like, just, like, being ultra-sensitive, like, you, doing a full-body scan, like, that helps so much. It helps a lot, and a lot of people don't realize mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. and they don't realize how they'll be up like this, because mm-hmm. they get used to it, because their body starts to become, um, like, if you hold your shoulder up for a, for a while, your body becomes numb to it, and mm-hmm. it, it no longer sends a signal to your brain that you're doing that, and then you go, yeah. that's my normal stance and all of a sudden you're like in an Mm s-curve yeah so that's that's some of the ways that you live it um religion is also something that helps helps a lot yeah it really does like it it makes a lot of things a little bit lighter than Mm -hmm. it really is that because it's so much more complex than and it reminds you that it's not just you and there's something Mm -hmm. a higher power something important yeah yeah i mean that works for me it doesn't work for everybody but you know i think actively learning to surrender helps a lot a lot yeah you know and i think people that don't there's been a move now to uh because for so long the entire world was like hyper religious Mm -hmm. there's been a move now to almost like cast out and um ostracize religion Mm -hmm. and kind of do what it did to people that were like heretics on like heretics on its own it was like oh yeah like screw them now it's like screw religion throw it all out Mm -hmm. and i and i think i understand people's reaction to that but at the same time when someone meets someone who is religious or like has faith mm-hmm. and they immediately uh, like dismiss them yeah. and like overwrite, like, okay, they're like crazy or I can't talk to mm-hmm. them. I think it shows a weakness in that person to not realize that this can be uh, a tool and also just a way of life that mm-hmm. helps a lot of people. Yeah. And as long as you're not saying like, hey, it helps me a lot and you should do it too yeah. and start pushing it on, then like do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. And there's a lot of merit to it because it helps literally billions of people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, some of them it's screw like yeah. it gets in their head, yeah, but a lot sure. of people gives them a lot of peace. And mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, if it's like, if it can help you stay mm-hmm. sane and stay focused mm-hmm. and help someone that just lost, like it's the thing when like someone like loses, um, like a loved like one, a loved one. Yeah. And then they go, you know, Oh, they're in a better place or, they're looking down on us mm-hmm. or whatever. 
the there's the part of me because I'm not very religious or I'm not religious like pretty much at all. And yeah. I'm like it's kind of agnostic. Mm-hmm. Um, part of me is like I don't know if they are. They might not be. Who who knows if they're in a better place? But when people are like, "Don't say that." How about you just come to terms <laughs> with what it is? It's like, dude, just let them do. Mm-hmm. It's not hurting anyone. Yeah. Everyone is. It's basically someone dealing with trauma and compartmentalizing yeah, yeah, yeah. it. For and sure. some people compartmentalize it, you know, in their body, and someone else makes a little like, "Go it's ahead and make yeah, go make <laughs> this place where you think they're staying at, and great." You know what? Part of me hopes mm-hmm. that's true, but yeah. I just I I see people get mad at or get um get, like, aggressive with people like, especially in like, religion it's such a touchy yeah. topic um what I like to say and this is very influenced by my dad he's yeah. he's such a role model for me mm-hmm. um he always reminds me about the concept of the gift and the giver so mm-hmm. we believe that like I I identify myself as Christian yeah um but the whole idea of like the gift of the giver is so the giver is God. Like yeah. giver is God or some people call it universe and energy. Anything. Yada, yada, yada. They can call yeah, it whatever they want. Call what you want. Yeah. And then the gift is life. It is people. It is our circumstance. Conscious. However it is. Yeah. And the only way that I can understand the giver is mm-hmm. through the Christian lens. Yeah. So I'm not saying that someone who is Buddhist is necessarily anti-Christ, you know? No, yeah, exactly. It, it's when people start doing that that it, it it takes me off, that I'm like, no, see, if let's let's bring it to Christianity. If we bring it yeah. to Christianity and we say that all good things come from God, mm-hmm. right? Then I'm like, okay, so if goodness is coming to this person, who are you to say that it's not of God? Yeah, exactly. You know, so when people start being, like, start condescending ways that people use to feel better or to find hope, it's like that's, a different language. That's it's when I'm like, like pause, man, yeah. and recalibrate because clearly you're going through some shit. Exactly. It's like w- yeah. when it, it would be like someone saying, um, uh, French is better than Russian. Like, what's the better language? It's like they're mm-hmm. all, all they're doing is communication. It's mm-hmm. like you can't, I bet you someone would say, here's how I can. Uh, justify how fr- but at the end of the day mm-hmm. they're all just languages and they're all just getting across yeah basically emotions and information and mm-hmm. so whatever whichever one you choose to do you're not gonna um like deny or cast aspersions at a french person just because they speak french it's like they're just yeah i don't know it's yeah. which is nice it's good that everyone's got their own thing yeah it's and good. it's it's all great as long as it's you know bringing you higher like vibrate higher or whatever some people yeah, yeah, yeah. some people say it, you know what's the situation like um as a dancer in new york city like what is that like to be a freelance dancer and just just deal with that is there a lot of uh do you have sketchy audition stories because i know sketchy audition stories yeah because uh... some i've had some i haven't anyone anywhere i felt like uncomfortable but i've had some where I'm like in a room with 10 people and someone's mm-hmm. auditioning with the director in front of me, like with everyone else around just watching. I've gone to weird ass places mm-hmm. like in the middle of Queens and I'm like, or like Brooklyn. I'm like, well, I might Whoa. get murdered right now. I don't know. Like uh, how is it as a, cause I think there's maybe more actors in New York than there are dancers. Actually there definitely mm-hmm. are because it takes more skill to be a dancer just in terms of like physical, like, <laughs> 
I'm not going to argue like what is more skilled, but the, the, the <laughs> less people can dance than can act. Okay, like as yeah, a whole, at least like if we yeah. talk about a lifespan thing, then yeah, yeah, like yeah, there's probably less of us. So when when you when you got out of Juilliard, is there like a backstage, which is like what you use for like acting? Yeah. So so there's a lot of like networking in dance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can do backstage. It depends on what genre of dance you're really doing. Okay. If you're doing commercial, then you're probably on backstage or casting networks. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're doing a concert dance, you'll probably be on Dance NYC or. Okay aw-d-shens.com or you're constantly yeah that exists such a weird yeah it's like auditions.com yeah but it's like with dashes dashes between each like syllable (laughs) yeah anyways it's a site that has a lot of uh dance Uh listings from all over the world so europe asia okay no um dance nyc is more within New York, mm-hmm. um, and also just like on Facebook, on social media, really okay. You hear people who are like, "Hey, looking for this," or we are holding auditions here, and you know, it just depends. Um, yeah. Or sometimes it's word of mouth. Like for example, Sleep No More. Okay. Um, they recently posted up on backstage and on a bunch mm-hmm. of different platforms that they're looking for male dancers. Got it. But for female dancers, they get recommended within the company. So a, a dancer who's already in Sleep No More says, mm-hmm. okay, so we are looking for female dancers. I know some. This is recommended. Oh, okay. And then they invite us to come in. Because there's way more female dancers there's way than more female, males. Yeah. And so they don't want to like deal with like maybe. Like a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. When they only need two. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So and then a- for like Broadway, for example, mm-hmm. you go on broadwayworld.com. Oh, uh, okay. And it sifts through like non-equity and equity. Okay. Um, yeah. I just yeah. didn't know if there was anything different um, in term or if it was, I don't know. I'm just not in that world and didn't mm-hmm. know if the, it, obviously the struggle was the same. Mm-hmm. And I, I just was like, Hey, let me at least check, see yeah. if maybe. Well, at least I think the key different. difference, the key difference is that we audition in groups. Okay, yeah. And then you guys tend to do it individually yeah. or you self-tape or... Like when you get an audition, you're not getting the dance before a lot of times, are you? No. Okay. We go there and we learn on the spot. So, and so <laughs> is that part of the audition to see if you can learn choreo yes. quickly? It's a lot of can you learn it, how well you learn it, and if you mess mm-hmm. up, how well you cover it or how you deal with it. Damn. Or sometimes it's just, you know, and you probably have to go through this too, yeah. is, do you fit in the costume? Do you fit the character 100%, type? 100%, yeah. You know? Do you, fit, yeah. Do, yeah. do you look like what it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, do you want to know a fun thing about auditioning for Broadway? Hmm. So if you're non-equity, okay. you have to line up to sign up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... hopefully be seen. Yeah, you sign... Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's the same thing with... Um, I never did it because I never did uh, like theater auditions. Mm-hmm. But you can go to an equity casting and then mm-hmm. make a like non-equity list yeah and then if they have time like they'll see you guys yeah which is and if they don't see you guys then maybe they'll do drop-offs where you can leave your resume maybe Maybe. um sometimes you get invited to auditions through the casting agency so for example um i auditioned for mean girls Mm -hmm. and telsey covers them and they have you know invited me on different auditions so it's really a networking thing right place right time um, did you hear about what happened at Pearl? No, what happened? Pearl Studios? Um, Pearl Studios. Um, now, people have to line up outside the building before the building opens. So sometimes people are lining up at like 
six or five in the morning till it opens at eight so that they can so go. they can sign up uh-huh. to if they're non equity mm-hmm. damn yeah. are they going to do that through the winter apparently it was it was implemented like just a few months ago why because so, uh, it was too crowded well yeah i think there's a it was a trend that people go there and they put like multiple people's names down and then yeah, yeah. let's say the list goes up to 180 but mm-hmm. only 90 people show up but because it was 180 they were like yep we're not seeing this you know uh, so it was okay. just like there's a lot of like people just yeah. putting their names down for shitty stuff happening yeah yeah how trying to help someone out is uh, dance pr- really big in Singapore? Like, do they have a lot of companies or... Not a lot. Because how many... It's, you said it's 5 million people? Yeah. Which includes immigrants, I think. Really? Yes. Because New like, York, I think, immigrants. is like 9 million. Maybe... I don't know if that's including immigrants. I, can I don't tell know. You right now. It's surge no. Yeah. Um, there aren't a lot of dance companies in Singapore. It's just really hard to sustain one. And uh, they get a lot of... Yeah, 5.6 million. Yep. There's two more... <laughs> Two million more people in Hong Kong. Yeah, it's wow. It's a lot of people on a tiny island. Like, Does it feel crowded? Sometimes, yeah. Like just like New York, or uh, no, in a rather different way. It's, it's Singapore is in a, it's it's odd. Like in the city, it's really crowded, but in more residential areas, it doesn't feel mm-hmm. as packed. I feel like in New York, there's just a lot of residential places within major parts of the city yeah so uh, think about like okay singapore when you're in like resident areas it feels more like washington heights a little bit more chill okay yeah so it, it doesn't feel as intense as new york got it um but there are like hot spots where they definitely feel there's a lot really packed i mean you see a couple of like the pictures of the skyline and stuff mm-hmm. it looks pretty it's pretty crazy it's, it's really funny like i think sometimes i think of singapore and i'm like it's this modern like almost space-like place, yeah, yeah. very futuristic, and then tropics and greenery. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, people forget that it's like literally in the middle of like Indonesia and Malaysia. Like it's just... Yeah, it's basically, it's on Malaysia. the equator. Yeah. <laughs> is it on the equator? Oh, yeah. It's, it's pretty much there. Oh my God, yeah, it is. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yep, summer all year round. Damn. We have two seasons. It's called rainy and rainier. Rainy. <laughs> the monsoon. The monsoon <laughs> seasons. Yep. That movie Crazy Rich Asians was in Singapore, right? Yes. Right? Yes. So did you watch it and were you like, this is bullshit? Or like, was it uh, true it, to... It was very nostalgic. Really? Um, yeah, just because the last time I was home was New Year's. So mm. it's it's been a long time. Okay. Um, and it was really refreshing to hear the Singaporean accent on a Hollywood film. Like, the way I'm talking now, uh-huh. not very Singaporean. What's a Singaporean accent? Um, well, for one, the consonants are not as pronounced. Okay. And the the vowels are a lot more British because that's the system that we. Yeah. Oh, so on. you're saying the main people in that um, movie they spoke with British accents and like that's. They they spoke in Singaporean accents. Oh, okay. Um, some people spoke in British accents, like the main guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for example, like, did you watch it? Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was really good. Yeah, actually. no, it was it was it's like, fun. I, I straight it. up cried at the end. <laughs> like not a lot, but at the like. Yeah. When he is in the plane, and then he like no spoiler alert, and then you see what's in that. Mm-hmm. I was like, yep. no, I I cried immediately. <laughs> Part of me was like, see, yeah. only a rich man could do that. Yeah, exactly. Like I couldn't go to my future bay and be like, hey, reference, try that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, 
No, it was really it was really great to see a lot of um, actors that I grew up watching on TV. Oh, and a lot were a lot of them Singaporean actors. Mm-hmm. Oh, there a good okay. Amount in there, like Fiona Sia okay. was there, and yeah, it was it was really cool watching that. Um, That's awesome. Funny thing though, so the mother of um, the American girl. Yeah. She's Singaporean. Okay. But she was playing the American mom. Ah, funny. And then the mom of the Singapore, the Singaporean mom of the main dude. Yeah. I believe she's Malaysian or something. Okay. But she's definitely not Singaporean. Yeah. But she she's um, in, you know, mm-hmm. our stuff quite a bit. But it was just funny how the mom of the American character was Singaporean. Singaporean. Do Singapore, because yeah. Singapore is at the like tip of Malaysia. Yes. But do Singaporeans be like, I'm from Singapore? Even like, because I mean, it is literally part of Malaysia. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, so there's Singa- no difference in. Um, I mean, there is like, do they look really dissimilar, or like, 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 some, like the Malaysian people and then like Singaporean people, or? Well, so Singapore is really interesting in a way that it's it's an immigrant society. So okay. it's a it's a nationality. It's not a race. Yeah. Which is really cool. Kind of similar to the U.S. Um, For sure. So Singapore was once part of Malaysia and in 1965, uh-huh. we gained our independence involuntarily. Oh, involuntarily. Involuntarily, yeah. Our Why? prime minister like full on teared up on national TV. Oh, he was just like, fuck it, we're out? No, he was like, oh no, what do we do? Because like, if so Singapore was part of Malaysia and basically they were like, we don't want to deal with you. Just <laughs> Singapore though. It's just so Singapore. small. It's so small. Um, but a lot of stuff happened, like World okay. War II, like a, a lot of stuff happened there. Okay. Um, and because it's so small, natu- like natural resources were scarce. Mm-hmm. So really our only resource were, were people, were each other. Uh, so okay. there were a lot of efforts to, you know, maintain harmony amongst people. And that's why a lot of our economy is in business and trade. Got as it. opposed to like selling coconuts Agriculture, or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, even though like packaging, like sometimes I think we have a pretty booming industry when it comes to like packaging food mm-hmm. items or something um but yeah so we got our independence mm-hmm. and the interesting thing is that for example i in in singapore people ask me what my race and i'm like well mm-hmm. i'm filipino chinese okay and they're like oh chinese like china and I'm like no 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 i'm singaporean chinese so there's there seems to be like this thing where they go oh. like i'm i'm malay but i'm singaporean so I'm not okay. You know, people don't go. I'm Malay, from Malaysia. You know. So there, okay. there is a certain level of identity where. So if someone's like either I'm Malay or they'll say, I'm Malay but I'm from Singapore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. A Singaporean Malay. They'll they'll specify for the yeah mm-hmm. the Singaporean part. Yeah. Just because oh, okay. like we we are very different. You for know? sure. Like our lifestyle is different. Our education is different. Yeah. So there's no way someone goes like oh so you're Filip- you're half Filipino so, do you speak Tagalog? I'm like no. No, man. Yeah. Like, I know a song. I don't know what it means, but yeah, I know yeah, a song. You didn't, like, grow up in, like... In, yeah. Yeah. So, there, there is that sense of, you know, national identity there. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I uh, went to school with one guy, um, Najid, who is from Singapore. Yeah, yeah I think he told and, me. And um, he was... So he had that Singaporean accent, now that you're saying it, I remember. Uh-huh. The way he said certain words. I can't think of it now, but, like... Like, like hi, I'm Michelle Madanso. I can yeah. talk like this if I wanted to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's exactly like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly yeah. like that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of him. Yeah. But um, it was interesting because he, like, was from Singapore. Mm-hmm. But again, like, his, like, ethnic background before wasn't 
like it was like he was uh indian and then like something else but like mm-hmm. grew up born and raised in singapore mm-hmm. and we'll talk about how uh the whole like the only thing anyone ever says is like oh i heard gums illegal there and you're like okay yeah yeah but like <laughs> a lot of things it's are like illegal. cool oh really is it <laughs> the, they have a really stringent government um well there's actually this joke they're like oh singapore what a fine city yeah i'm like yeah because there are a lot of fines (laughs) oh yeah yeah just like for example if you litter that's a fine basically if you're they catch you littering they're like ticket yeah yeah i mean honestly like people sometimes they Mm -hmm. visit singapore and they're like oh i heard there's a lot of rules i'm like honestly if you're a decent human you're fine you should be fine just don't bring drugs yeah even if it's medical oh really yeah yeah they're really strict when it comes to drugs Oops. and guns. Oh yeah, well no guns, yeah. No Just don't guns bring at all. guns ever. Don't don't do that. No. No. Um no guns. Awesome. So, is there anything anyone listening can do to help cuz I know this is press and this helps. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what, following you on is like does that have, is there anything people can do listening mm-hmm. to help uh I know you're going to hopefully come back mm-hmm. on that different visa to be a creative uh creative content producer um mm-hmm. but is there still anything someone can do like even in the future to when you apply again as a dancer to show like oh here's how important is there anything uh as in like to help me or to yeah help yeah people no no, no not to help people in general that's a pretty big <laughs> call to call to action i mean, I mean you guys I, should I all help yeah <laughs> uh well, i mean to help me is just yeah i mean if you follow me on instagram and you like uh-huh. you like what i do and you like or if you're someone in the dance, you, you yeah. vibe with my style, uh-huh. you know, and you want to work with me, then yeah. that'd be that'd be great, be cool. you know. Um, but yeah, it's just all a networking thing. So if y'all want to network, sure, for sure. Um, but I actually do have something to say when it comes to actually just like addressing this whole thing. Okay. And it's just to talk to talk your, about it. talk to your international friends. Like it's so hard, it really is, and um, also like. PSA to everyone, mm-hmm. stop joking about marrying them so we can stay. <laughs> yeah. Because that's fraud. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and some people do it. People do it. You know, some people do it and that's great. Sometimes it's legitimate relationships and great. Sometimes it's not. And good luck for your interviews, man. I, I mean, what, inter- it's like three years? Yeah. It's like you can't get divorced until at least three years after, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, for example, I have a friend mm. um, and he... Has been married to this guy for a year yeah. and a half. Still hasn't heard a single thing about their interview. Yeah. Oh, uh, shoot. Yep. Until you get your interview and it gets processed, uh-huh. you're on... I forgot what the term is, but it's not a legitimate green card. It's just like a pending thing. Yeah. Like, it functions it's, like a green card, but it's not fully processed. He can still work and do stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, there is the option or there is the possibility that he could get interviewed and the guy's like, this isn't legit. Yeah. And then if that if they figure that out, are you like banned from America? Basically, it's fraud. Oh, you know, Jesus. <laughs> Which yeah. is why I'm like, y'all. Yeah, stop saying that. Like, I can, I can. I I'll can figure it jo- out. I can joke about it sometimes, but it's really like a big LOL to the whole situation. You yeah, know, it's like humor to yeah. handle it. It's um, like, and it's also like, all right, dude, if don't don't joke about that unless you're literally like, okay, I'm willing for us to do this for the next five years. Like, yeah, don't at go, least yeah. five. But it's also like. Like, if you think about it, like, some people are weird. Some people get desperate enough to be like, yeah, I'm going to forego a lot of maybe cultural things or religious things to. I don't to like look at fault marriage, anyone you know? for doing it. You know? Like, there's, if you, yeah. you have to do whatever you can to get yeah. in. And unfortunately, since it's so hard. Yeah. Like, the fact that people 
feel like they have to resort to yeah, it. Yeah, to a, it's, a fake it's relationship. It's such a big thing. Yeah. You know? And it's a big contract between even the other person. You know, like... Because that other person can get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. And, yeah. They, and maybe they can't even get married. Like, maybe within the three, five years... They, they meet, meet someone the, else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. I didn't even think... Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure happened. It's it's so... It's yeah. so messed up. But, yeah. you know... Where do they find you? On Instagram. Uh, they can find me at michelle.vlim, not N, M for money. M for money. For money. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E. Mm-hmm. Dot V-L-I-M. And you guys can see all her dancing videos there, the photos she takes, all the new product projects and products she's going to be <laughs> involved with. We're just being and really silly. Exactly. Like, yeah, like, she does that too. I do a lot. Which is of nice. Silly you gotta like. You love seeing people be silly. <laughs> it shows how we life is not not that important as as much as mm-hmm. as much import as we give it. It's also like yep. not that important. Yeah. Find her there, and um, hopefully in the next three years you'll see her posting. The next three years, next year you'll see her posting videos and pictures back in New York City, and then soon after that, you'll see her going on tour, dancing, because she freaking figured it out, got that <laughs> visa in, and she's down, and she's killing it. <laughs> I'm just going to take over the world. Why yeah, not? I mean, why, I mean, why not? Why not? Because I can, right? Because you can. You're mm-hmm. trained at Juilliard, the first one from Singapore. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Of course.